0: Welcome to the Word of Promise podcast, I'm Lance Farrell. Will you open the Bible app with me as we dig in to the richness of God's Word together? Do you ever feel like God has abandoned you? Have you been ever at that moment where you feel the abandonment of God in your heart? I know at times in my life, in struggles and battles, I know I've felt the same way, where sometimes I feel like God has abandoned me. But what I want to say back is have hope because he hasn't completely abandoned you. And sometimes we feel like he's even abandoned us in our prayer life. You know, why has God not answered fill in the blank prayer? And so, what we want to do is study God's word today to be able to quickly understand over the next few minutes how do we resolve unanswered prayer and this abandonment feeling? And I just want to lay on you two words, confession and intimacy. I want to explain that in just a minute. So let's read God's word now. Will you join me as we look at John chapter 14, verses 12 through 13. It says this, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, I want you to remember that word believes, he who believes in me. The works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Now, that word believes is fascinating. In fact, I was looking at the New King James Study Bible today, and this is what it said. It said, the Greek word for believe literally means to place one's trust in another. It occurs over 90 times in the Gospel of John alone. So when we hear him say, most surely I say to you, he's speaking to his disciples here, by the way, a little context. He's talking to the disciples in John 14. Jesus says, most surely I say to you, he, meaning you disciples, me, Lance, you put in your name, fill in your blank with your name, who believes in me. And think of it as trusting to put your trust in him in that prayer. So when you're going to come to him, he says, look, you know, that I will do, whatever he asks, I will do. But before you can get to that, you have to what? The word belief comes in first. So you have to trust that he will answer my prayer. If I don't trust in him, if I don't believe that he will answer my prayer, then how can I expect him to ever answer the prayer? So the first thing we have to do is we have to trust that he will answer our prayers. And truly believe it in our heart, no doubts, no uh, kind of half-heartedly. To me, I I heard this one time, you're either 100% committed to the Lord or 100% uncommitted to the Lord. There is no 50% committed or uncommitted. You're either 100% committed to the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, or you're 100% uncommitted to the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior So be 100% committed in believing that he can answer your prayer. But let me tell you what it does not say. When it says, you know, that I will do, it doesn't say, I will do it right when you pray, right on your time, right on your schedule. No, it just says that I will do it. And so we need to trust in his timing that he will answer our prayers. Know that also that God isn't answering what you want, but what you need. He isn't always going to give you what you want, but he will always, always give you what you need to survive and to pursue him more. So we come back to those two words I was talking about, confession and intimacy. And for the confession part, I want you to jump over to 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. First John 1 John 1.9, and it says this, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So it says, if we confess our sins, God, our Lord, is faithful to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Now you're going, what does this have to do with unanswered prayer? A lot of times, God maybe didn't answer that prayer because you have something blocking you from gaining access to the Father, and that block is sin. And in order to remove the sin, we need to confess the sin. And when we confess the sin, the Lord comes in and cleanses us from all unrighteousness, as it says in 1 John 1.9. So we need to confess Another scripture to look at is James chapter 5, verse 16. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails to much. Let me read that last line again. The effective fervent, meaning you're 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 digging in, you're praying, you're you're committed to believing in your prayer, trusting in your God, knowing that, remember that, that that word believe, to place one's trust in another. You're placing your trust in him. Fervent prayer of a righteous man avails to much. And so that comes back to the confessional process. Sometimes it's hard for us to just confess on our own. Sometimes we need to gain in another brother or sister in Christ to come alongside us, to pray with us, to help us in our unbelief. And so when you're in the unbelief process, sometimes you need to go, if you're struggling with that unbelief and that unanswered prayer, to another brother, another sister in Christ and say, hey, come alongside me and pray with me because I'm struggling in my trust. And then we bring forth intimacy. Now, intimacy is very fascinating. I love going over to Matthew uh, 4, 4, chapter 4, verse 4. And the reason why I do is because when Jesus is out in the desert and he's being tempted by the devil, what does Jesus do? Well, you go, okay, well, he responded to Satan and he obviously didn't give in and it was a battle. But I think one Thing we walk over and we miss so easily in that chapter is the fact that Jesus used the Word of God to combat Satan. Jesus could have made up all new words, all new new scripture, all new verses for us to read in that moment, but he didn't. He chose the very words of God that already existed to battle Satan, and I think what a great way to battle unbelief than with God's own words. It's like that verse that says, be still and know that I'm God. Well, how can I know God if I'm not still? And henceforth brings intimacy, and what we're going to look at at Matthew 4.4. 4. Matthew 4.4 4 says this. This is Jesus responding to Satan. But he answered back to Satan and said, in verse 4, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds.'" From the mouth of God. What Jesus is saying here is look, man cannot live on man's own trust alone. Meaning, if you're trusting in yourself and you're wondering why, or you're trusting the Lord, you're wondering why is this prayer not being answered? It's because you're not trusting in God and His Word. You're trusting in man. Oh, my friend said it's going to be answered. No, 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 no. You don't need to trust in your friend. You need to trust in God and His words. And if we come back to our our scripture for today and we look back at John chapter 14, verses 12 through 13, I want to reiterate what it says. And whatever you ask in my name. So once I believe, remember, I'm putting on the the trust in God. I'm believing in him. I've confessed, I've, I've made way, made my path clear now to speak to him in prayer. Now that I'm praying with him, he says, that I will do. And the Father may be glorified in the Son. And that's the last part you got to make sure you really get, which is that the Father may be glorified in the Son. He isn't going to do anything if it doesn't honor honor and glorify his Father in heaven. So whatever you ask also, lastly, needs to be, most importantly, related to the Father. Is this being used to build up and, and proclaim God, or is this being used to tear down God? Is this going forth to be able to put myself on a pedestal and what I want and my selfishness and my pride? Or is this prayer about, Father, how can you be glorified? Maybe that's something next time when you're praying you should ask before you pray. Father, how can you be glorified in what I'm about to ask of you? Just like the Lord's Prayer, the Lord's Prayer says this Let not my will be done, but yours. God, what is your will? What is your way? And so when we bring forth confession to say, Lord, I'm a sinner. Lord, I'm, I'm struggling with the unbelief even in the prayer, which is okay to confess in prayer. That's totally fine to go to the Father and say, Lord, I lay it down that I don't even trust you. And what I'm about to say, I, I, I don't even know if you're going to answer me. That is okay. That is confession. And he will be good and faithful and come in to cleanse you. Of the unrighteousness, as that scripture said, we read. And then after that confessional process, the intimacy begins, right? God's word starts flowing. God's peace starts coming in. And then instead of you getting the answer you want of an unanswered prayer, you get the peace and knowing that God is sovereign above and beyond that prayer. Confession That leads to intimacy brings forth peace in knowing that God is sovereign above unanswered prayer thank you for listening to the word of promise podcast i'm lance Farrell. be sure to download the free word of promise app if you haven't already on the app store of your choice we're in google play apple and amazon it's a free app And it will truly open up your eyes, if not your ears even, as you hear the Dramatized Audio Bible, to God's Word in a whole new way.